Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning into this episode of Time to BS Podcast, BS Sessions, Volume 26. Now, to thank the sponsor of the show, Lot Terrain Watches. Are you looking for a sweet and stylish wash for every event? Then say no more with LotTerrain.com. Use the promo code Time to BS. For a free compass with the purchase of any select timepiece. Now, here's Matt and Eric from 69 Whiskey Podcast. We'll, we talk all sorts of sex stories, the BDSM community, military stories, and so much more. If you want a great laugh with a hell of a time, this is the podcast for you. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Actually, give me one second. I will actually be right back because I need to get a drink for this. Oh, as you should, my friend. <laughs> get some of that good old uh, TX whiskey that you had on the art one of our shows a couple weeks ago. That that's going to be a ooh, that sounds good. He'll know about it more than I would. I was drinking. Um, what was it? The last episode we recorded for our show, I had some Knob Creek Maple whiskey. Nice. Now, everything I told you before we started recording um, about sweet beers, how I'm not so much of a fan of them, I can tolerate them, but I'm not so much of a fan. Yeah. I can. That's the opposite. With whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> the, maple, the Knob Creek Maple Whiskey. That sounds great. so goddamn good. And I have to thank a buddy of mine, uh, one of our, me and Eric's friends, he turned me on to it one day, and I was just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever tasted. And then over the course of uh, New Year's, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a bottle of whiskey to drink. And I said to myself, oh, here's that Knob Creek whiskey I, I was thinking about for the last six months. I guess I'll buy this one. And believe it or not, I'm not sure if you ever had whiskey with ginger ale. Yes. My favorite cocktail, before we continue, my favorite cocktail is Jack Tennessee Honey and ginger ale with a slice of lemon in it. I'm going to keep that in mind. So I actually have never had ginger ale with whiskey before. I usually always have it with Coke. Really? But yeah, I always do it with Coke. I always, I'm a Jack and Coke guy. But I decided that I wanted to try ginger ale because I thought maybe the, the flavor combination would be pretty okay. And I think Coke would probably overpower and maybe even make the drink too sweet at that point. 
So I tried it. I'm just like, wow. I never realized how much the ginger ale actually accentuates yeah. the maple flavor. Yeah. People don't think of that. It's like, oh, ginger ale with whiskey. Who would have thought? It's like, this is a much better choice for mixing this. What'd you get? So I went and I got myself a lovely little, I think, double shot of uh, TX whiskey. Nice. And then a bunch of uh, Dr. Pepper cream soda. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you actually get, ended up getting cream soda this time. Because the mm -hmm. last time you had it with Coke. Yep. I can taste the whiskey a little bit more. Ooh. Ooh. I also, I also made it stronger. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you drink your whiskey on the rocks or straight? Uh, Depends. If, uh, if the whiskey's already chilled, then absolutely I will drink it straight. Some t I, I will sometimes drink it straight. I prefer just mixing it with a little bit of something just so that it dilutes it just a little bit so that my stomach can handle it. Because in my old age, I can't just <laughs> knock those back anymore. No, you can't. <laughs> All good. See, I'm, I'm the opposite. I have to have it with uh, ice. Unless it's a shot. If it's a shot, that's a different story because yeah. that's going to go straight down anyway. But I have to have it with ice because I like my drinks really cold. I don't typically like room temperature drinks. I'm the opposite of all of you guys. I, I don't drink mine on the rocks. I mix mine. I go straight. But I'm also not a big heavy drinker. But when I do drink, I be sure to enjoy with a good cigar. Pretty chill with it. So, how did the show start? Because you guys are 69 Whiskey Podcast. By the way, Matt and Eric, 69 Whiskey Podcast. Howdy. Join the club. How's everybody doing? <laughs> uh, well, since you ask, uh, and I am the proprietor of this lovely, lovely show, uh, basically, back in college, I wanted to educate a whole bunch of college students about the fact that being sexually active is okay and you don't have to continue to act like you did in high school and uh, adding whips and chains to your bedroom is kind of fun and kinky uh, also don't be tools in bars because watching you kids try to go and drink is fucking terrifying yeah it's terrifying Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, let's give these kids a, a little bit of an education because I went to the instead of going to college first, I went to the military, and they gave me a grade A education in drinking. Hoorah! What, what uh, branch, my friend? Army. Thank you for your service, my man. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, did five years. A uh, lot, a lot of barracks drinking. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was one night that the guys, the infantry barracks next door got in trouble, and I almost went down with them because I helped a little bit, uh, because they turned their barracks uh, into a strip club. Yeah! <laughs> How'd they pull that off? 
because I was dating a stripper. That makes sense. <laughs> and they and they walked over to me because I was on duty, and they were like, "Hey, we heard you you uh you're dating a stripper. So if you call her up and tell her to bring over a bunch of her friends, we'll pay them this much money to just like." Turn our entire area into a strip club. I gotta hang out with you guys. <laughs> I used to think that the army was a pretty like straight laced branch, or as a matter of fact, most more or less the entire military was pretty straight laced. And then I met this man, <laughs> and he told me stories of things that I could not fathom. And granted, I was very entertained. And I realized that these are the people defending our fucking country. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I want oh, you. God hold damn. on, hold on, hold on. You really want to? You really want to really feel afraid of like the people? Like, if you really want to feel afraid for the level of training that we give to brand new soldiers in the military, let me tell you some of what we call private jokes oh no (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna love this oh man so so one of the one of the big things because i was in a cavalry unit so basically we just had a bunch of fucking trucks and we had to do maintenance on them and every time we would get a new private in we'd fuck with them yes (laughs) so one of the most common ones, and it's ones that you see all the time around base, is a private standing on the standing right next to a striker because what you don't understand about strikers is the uh, exhaust vent is on top of the vehicle and hangs off the the uh, right hand side. So you'll see a private with a garbage can uh, sorry with a garbage uh bag jumping up and down holding this thing (laughs) trying to get an exhaust sample (laughs) i i got a great so i'm a welder and Mm -hmm. we have oh i will never forget this joke my first day of trade school, um, my two best friends, my two best friends played this joke on me. They said, "Hey, we need you to go to the auto parts or to the auto department or uh, the auto body class that's uh, in our school, and we need you to go and get the following three things: a box of weld tacks, a left-handed hammer, and a bucket of steam. Can you do that?" Sure, no problem. Me being the fucking moron I am, <laughs> I just I went all over the school. <laughs> Me, I remind you, this is a big fucking school. So I'm going all around. I'm like, like three different auto body shops. I'm like, guys, I'm just looking for a bucket of steam. How hard is that? And finally, the teacher went up to me and said, they're playing a joke on you, kid. <laughs> See... <laughs> See, I have one of these that actually backfired on somebody. Okay. So, again, we are cavalry, and the unit that I'm with are super scoots. Yes. And so their whole thing is land nav, land nav, land nav, land nav, land nav. Yeah. And 
so the one of the other one of the the lovely jokes that I would never ever play because of how this one backfired so goddamn awfully. Guy asked for a box of grid squares. <laughs> so private goes off gets a map from from like the the S the, the S offices and then cuts it up. Oh no. <laughs> Brings it back to his NCO. Oh no. NCO sees this, goes, Who told you to do this? This person. Okay, you. See this? This is uh what the hell is uh the stuff that you use to like put stuff and keep it forever glue no the uh papers documents the fuck heat I, know shrink. You, I know what you mean <laughs> yes files yeah the plastic shit that you put around files okay. except it's a giant glue paper oh no I don't he know. goes. He goes. Okay, put it back together with this. <sighs> and so the specialist had to sit there for like seven hours putting that back together. Oh God! So I was like, nope, not not using that on a private ever. <laughs> but my my personal favorite, my personal favorite, and this was done by the effing mechanics all the time. <sighs> The best jokes. The mechanics played the best jokes. Go, f I need a tool. It's called a pricky five. Go get, go ask the NCOs for it. <laughs> so, for those of you that don't get the joke, in the military, ranks are done by E for enlisted, and the rank of sergeant is an E5. So he was ask he was telling the lovely private to go and ask the prick E five for help. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's fucking so, funny. That's funny, but it's so fucked. Oh. So then, so that you get. Private, do you see a prick E5 now? <laughs> As he's getting smoked. <laughs> yes, Sergeant! Oh, I'm a prick now, huh? <laughs> it's like some... <laughs> oh, God. That, that just reminded me of a fucked up joke. Those military sergeants would be the best dominatrixes ever. <laughs> that would be up. That would be uh, up mean, our alley. Oh, great! Call me the dollar store dom. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even fifteen minutes in, and I already love this. <laughs> I learned from the best. <laughs> Dude, you do have to keep in mind we dubbed you that so long ago that you 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 did it to yourself. Okay, the reason how did why we start? call you the dollar store dom is because you did it to yourself. <laughs> how did this start? 
<laughs> now I'm curious. Uh, so... Is this going deep into the archives of your brain? No, no, this really isn't. This one's actually fairly recent. Okay. Because, so, my excuse for this is BDSM equipment is fucking expensive. Yes, <laughs> very much so. Like, actually getting good, <laughs> high-quality toys is expensive. Yes, so, my big piece de resistance and claim to fame within the, the BDSM community is the fact that I'm really good at fire cupping. And the, ru the, the, the running joke was that I was really good at fire cupping, but I got all of my cups at the dollar store. <laughs> because, well, they're cheap. Yes, and and most of the cups like you run no matter what you run the cut the risk of the cups breaking, and I don't want to run the risk of expensive cups breaking. No, so go to the dollar store, buy some cheap shit. Why not? <laughs> Smart so, man. <laughs> so I had a bit of an accident. Oh, did you? Oh no. Well, no. While I was uh, I I was doing a I was doing a thing with a friend so that they could experience fire cupping for the first time. And I was being a tool and messing around with the cups more than I should have been. And I knew that this one cup wasn't on there quite right. And the cup came off, hit another cup and exploded in my hand. Oh man. Literally splitting my finger open. Wonderful. Uh, thankfully, nothing happened to the person I was doing it to. Okay. But I'm sitting there gushing blood. <laughs> I'm lightheaded because my adrenaline's like going like uh, at first I'm like clear headed. Everything's fine. I'm go I'm like, all right, do this, 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 this. The military thing kicked in and I just went, let's this is what I need. This is what needs to get done. Let's get it done done cool awesome all right now why is the room spinning <laughs> <laughs> the worst part the worst part i think about it was when as you were telling us this because when you had initially told us this on an episode episode 18 of our podcast for anybody interested this had happened like what the previous week at that yeah. point you didn't have feeling in that finger for like six to nine months yeah i oh, boy. I, I still don't... I'm still missing some feeling in it. So you completely fucked up all of your nerve... Oh, yeah. Nerve oh, because oh, yeah, you decided to be a fucking cheap bastard and a tool at the same time. And this is why yeah, I make fun I'm, of him, ladies and gentlemen. I'm still missing a chunk out of my finger. It's oh, pretty God. I'm going to send you guys something that you might like. Uh, a hammer vibrator. I saw that today. You saw that today, too. Somebody, one of our friends that are in a podcast group chat with us fucking posted that, and I didn't know what to react to with that when I saw it. I'm just like, how? How, how does this work? How does that work? How is that even supposed to be pleasurable? How does this happen? I mean, I mean, you've seen the the uh, drill, though, right? I'm about, I'm about to say, let's ask the dollar store dumb. 
You've the seen the drill, though. You have to understand, it's in the shape of a hammer. There's really no way it's going to be pleasurable in any way, shape, and form if you stick it in you, Eric. I can't imagine that being pleasurable. If I, if I'm a woman. I, I know of a few people. Yeah, there might be a couple of people out there that might enjoy. I, there, I should. There's some sick, twisted people out there. Let's be clear with that. Uh, OnlyFans is I a strange of, community. I know of a. I know of a few people. I might actually be kind of interested in it. <laughs> I'll send you the photo after this is over. <laughs> send <him> the photo. <laughs> because I, I I didn't know what to say. Like I wanted to come up with like, like a, a catchy like f- nailing thing, but <laughs> time to get nailed. <laughs> oh man, the only I mean I've is... used I've used meat tenders that <sighs> meat tenderizers that were uh, in the, the form of brass knuckles. What the fuck? What? What? <laughs> when the fuck did you do this? And how did you even do that? <laughs> I can't fucking breathe. You've seen my you've seen the picture of my like <laughs> toy thing. I didn't see that. That was on there. There were there were meat tenderizers in the form of brass knuckles. Oh my fucking god! What Eric. the fuck? <laughs> my, ladies and gentlemen, my friend's a very—he's uh, a sadist. He's a massive sadist, oh. and this is the type of stuff that he develops. <laughs> Tell him about yeah. Mr. Happy, Eric. Oh, Tell him no. Mr. Happy. I so, can't fucking breathe. <laughs> so uh, I'm. I have roots in uh, re- professional wrestling, as the as the old uh, territories would call them, would call it. And so I have a kind of affinity for things with uh, thumbtacks. So there's this thing in BDSM called a vampire glove, which is a glove that just has like these spikes on the end of it. So I was like, I can make one of those. <laughs> Fucking dipshit. <laughs> so I went out. I bought a I bought a, a gardening glove, and I put thumbtacks through uh, all through the the fingers and the palm a little bit. Put a nice layer of uh, tape to prevent the thumbtacks from getting out or causing any damage to myself. Because fuck this thing stabbing me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing for the soundboard. (laughs) Oh, funny story. Ever since I found... So, my text tone on my phone is the Old Spice whistle. Oh, God. So, whenever I feel down, like having a shitty day, I just like, oh, turn on the ringer on my phone and have someone text me and play the Old Spice whistle. And it brings me in a good mood every time. <laughs> they, 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 they cast the most Chad-looking guys in those commercials. Oh. Like, who could forget, I'm on a horse? <laughs> Eric, is there a thing in the BDSM community for being on a horse? <laughs> I mean, there's pony play. <laughs> <laughs> I, for, I, I forgot. That's, that's not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> It takes a very special individual to do it something takes like a, that. It takes a brave soul to do that. 
You ever see that Tosh.0 oh episode where they where they uh, portrayed that stuff on there? Mm-hmm. You saw yes. that Tosh.0 yes, oh episode? Yes, I did. I, I did. This was way before we ever actually started doing the podcast. I was just in shock as to what I was watching and, like, the people that he was interviewing. Oh, God. That, that almost turned me off from any sort of, like, BDSM play entirely just watching that segment. Oh, my God. So... Oh, man. I but, know someone. I know someone. This goes back years and years ago. And this person was into being a vampire. So I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So I'm like, do you like to bite? It's like, yeah, I like to make people bleed when I bite. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, no comment there, Eric? I... So I have an issue with that, like on a uh, on a personal level, because like to me, vampire bites are clean, and I, I I've met people who have been into vampire play and all of that shit, and they do the whole clean biting thing. They don't like leaving extravagant marks. Now, saying that you just like to bite and leave bl- and draw blood. That's more bestial play, in my personal opinion, and gets yeah. your, gets your, ah, I hate the edginess. Yeah. Like, stop trying to be edgy. If you're stop. into something, just enjoy it. Stop, exactly. Like, fuck. No one's trying like, to be a fucking emo person or stop trying to be edgy. Exactly. <laughs> If you if you want to like classify yourself as as like something, be like into the details, <laughs> like be be like detail oriented. If you're going to go like specific, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like there are some people that I know that are into like vegetable player or whatever. Like what the I'm okay. Fun fact, I I don't think I've ever told you this, Eric. I once was able to make a girl in like a sexting session grab a cucumber out of her refrigerator, lotion it up, and then she started fucking herself with it. And then she just proceeded, which this is the thing that threw me for a loop. She proceeded to throw it back into the refrigerator where she found it. Oh. See... I hope See, it was I'm washed. Still try- I hope I'm still so trying too. to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out how to safely accomplish uh, anal fire fisting. What? 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 It's a, it's a running joke. It's a running. Oh, joke. okay. 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 Do we need it, to hear it, this joke? The thing is, the thing is this. I know him. I know he'll find a way to do something. Well, <laughs> well, no. That's the, it's. So it was one of the running. It was one of the running jokes in the the BDSM community that he that community that I used to be a part of. Uh was that we would sit around when we weren't, like, doing scenes or anything, like, all of the doms and stuff. We would just sit around and try to figure out how to safely accomplish anal fire fisting. Which is what? You Well, the goal of it is, is you have to be able to, while your fist is on fire, <laughs> safely... Insert it into a into someone's asshole. How the fuck? How the fuck? 
What the fuck? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what to say, Dan. I don't know what to say, Daniel. It's, it, I'm. Oh my god! I've thrown for a loop on that one. This like might you be. Need, you need somebody who's been stretched out a lot, which is something that we've all that, that we all like oh, agreed god. on in that moment. Oh. You can't oh, have somebody who doesn't like anal uh, trying this out when you're when you're do doing the initial like plunge of this. Here's the thing: it could be so much worse. You could have just eaten. You could have been like our friend Pip and eaten cereal out of the girl's ass. Oh. No, that was just funny. <laughs> well, that was funny. That what was happened so after funny. was even funny. <laughs> You guys would like the smut girls. <laughs> Do you know those two? The smut girls? So they run a podcast. Uh, Michelle, uh, Michelle and Lisa run a podcast uh, up in Canada called Smut. Good God, those two are funny. <laughs> they were telling the story on one of their episodes of how someone married a chandelier or something and was sexually fantasizing over a chandelier. I'm sure you can look this up. One of you can look this up. I, I'm paraphrasing here when I say this. That may be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Sexually fantasizing over a chandelier. I could be wrong. Or a chandelier or ghosts. It's pretty I funny. mean... I've heard I, stories of people having sex I, with roller coasters. I can oh, under listen. I can understand wanting to have sex underneath a chandelier. Yes, or even on a chandelier, because it's like a really bad sex swing. Pretty much. <laughs> a really bad and really dangerous <laughs> a really dangerous sex swing. Now, here's the question for you. Is it the crystal chandelier or is it like a chandelier with lights? You gotta do crystal. Yes. You gotta you do crystal. To. Crystal is it's classic. Gotta, it's gotta be like the most dangerous fucking thing on the planet. Because, like... Yes, the the electric lights that's pretty bad and you can you can do a lot of damage with that. But we're talking about embedding stone in your skin. Oh man. You ever watch that you ever watch uh the last Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie? I forget. I think which it's one... Tomorrow Never Dies. Yes, I think it's Tomorrow Never Dies too. I... Where the guy, where the guy has like the crystals in his face. Yes. Spend the rest of your life looking like that asshole. <laughs> it, 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 it's a risk, it's but a... is it a is it a risk you're willing to take? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a look, and can you pull it off? Pretty much. Oh. <laughs> uh... I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> this if we haven't convinced you to check it out in the first, like, what, 20, 25 minutes we've been going on. I'm not sure what will. <laughs> <laughs> we are too wild. We are two wild individuals. Here. Oh. I'm, 
I'm in special form tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what is special form exactly? This is the I don't need to be the, the the ringleader and keep everything under control. So I get to now throw monkey wrenches into everything and just throw all of the gas on the fire and let it all burn. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> yeah, when I'm not on whiskey, I'm allowed to be like a little bit more off the cuff and a little oh. bit more crazy because. Hold on. Hold what? the fuck on. How is it on th and any other show you can do that, but not on the show that's literally built for you to do that, Eric? Because I've got because I've got to work because I've got to a manage our brand, which when I'm out here and I'm managing our brand, this is our brand. Me being nuts is our brand. You are nuts. But I do have to kind of reel it in a little bit on our show because I have to let the audience, I have to let our guests shine and let them show their crazy sides and hopefully educate you on some of the crazy shit that people are doing. So, yes, I do. Uh, I do feel that I am in rare form tonight and I'm a lot more entertaining than I usually am, but I am an entertaining fuck. <laughs> I would have a cigar with this man. <laughs> I'd have a cigar with a lot of people. As you hey, should. We're not too far off from you. You're in a. You're in a. I'm on the island. On the yeah. island right? I'm on yeah, the island. You're on the yeah. island. We're in New Jersey. We're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> We'll meet up in the oh, city. Oh, I'm about to move up near you. Oh no, shit! That's Where are you going? Be dope. Where are you going? I'm uh, I'm heading up to the uh, the border of New York and New Jersey. Oh no, shit! You're in uh, Fuckville. Yep. <laughs> oh. Yep. Where the uh, fuck are you going? <laughs> as m so. Ha. <sighs> So I have a whole lot of personal trauma that I recently just discussed on uh, our podcast. Okay. And I'm literally moving like 20 minutes down the road from where that you that that was. Mm. Join the club. Join the club. So, yeah. So I'm actually going to be moving to Suffer New York soon. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Good deal. Not too bad. Been... Yep. You're about two hours ish for me. Yeah, it's better than the the like four and a half that it takes now because of traffic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do have to take some of the worst roads to get to that point. Oh, oh my god. You have so, never rode the, the Long Island Expressway and rush hour through Nassau County and Long Island. You have never done that yet, have you guys? Oh I have. Never. He I has. Have. Eric has. I have. I then have. you know exactly how much so, I want to throw babies through my window. So I want I, I, I'm go, I'm going to set the scene for you. Okay. A friend of ours who okay. has very limited social skills. Uh <laughs> Not that kind of scene. Not that kind of scene. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a friend of ours with very limited social skills and okay. uh, they asked me to drive them to a doctor's appointment 
that their doctor is all the way out in on the island because that's where their parents live. And we are currently in, at the time, we are in the Princeton area. Oh, okay. And me, like, looking it up on the GPS and not really thinking about exactly where it is, uh, she offers me 20 bucks to do this. It's got to be more than that. And drive her. Fuck. And I go, and I go... All right, yeah, sure, why not? It's How bad can it be? It's only this distance. How bad can it be? Where in the where in Nassau County did you go? I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know that I that I started my day driving her at nine in the morning. Oh no. I finished driving. <sighs> I got well, let me rephrase that. I got to the first destination. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I got back <laughs> midnight. By like, I th- I think it was like eight or nine o'clock at night. Oh God. Oh no. The the thing is, I know who this friend is. I I just remembered who this friend is now. Uh huh. And, and I. 20 bucks is not nearly enough money for that sort of thing. No! No! That's not, that's not gonna get, even going to come up that trip. I want you to understand, around hour two, I was looking at, uh, like, I would, I was constantly out of the corner of my eye looking at her and just imagining <laughs> strangling her to death. I was just like, I could kill you right now. I could just break your neck and turn around and it'd be all over. I could walk away with my 20 bucks and walk this bridge and nobody would ever know. You could. Now here's what you could do. You could take a detour to Wyoming. (laughs) That's a fucked up joke for those of you who live here in Suffolk County, Long Island. Uh, or if you've seen Casino, you could just take her to the desert. A lot of bodies been buried there in that nope. desert. There you go. Well, no. funny story. I actually um, just do it like the old Italian mobsters. Just hey, right off the bridge. Fuck it. Right off Don't the bridge. Don't talk of my people like we're animals like that. We would at least treat you with some class. Are you? You look Irish. I'm sorry, but you look Irish, Italian, and somewhat German. Me? Yes. No, I'm actually Italian, Sicilian to be specific, um, Russian, and Ukrainian. There, there, that's where the European comes from. Okay, I see the European in there. So, uh, dude, there's an Eastern European bullshit in there somewhere. But, funny story, speaking of Wyoming, um, I unfortunately uh, grew up with those two. <laughs> um, the, uh, Which two? Uh, so... There is this uh this scandal not scandal but there was a murder mystery going on over the summer, uh between someone named Gabby Petito and Brian. Oh, this is the yes. You knew them. I knew them. Unfortunately, um, I actually. So I'm from Blue Point. I'm from that area, um, and I went to school with them, and I was like. I'm texting friends back and forth like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you don't think he killed her, right? I'm like, we're we're pulling like Law and Order SVU bullshit. We're playing, we're doing whatever, we're fucking Clue, you name it. And all of a sudden, 
we get, I see the news report. They found the body in Wyoming. And the jokes that came out of it was so fucked up. Now, I'm a dark, I'm a dark SOB. There was a picture when they found Brian's body in Florida of a picture of Brian in front of a Walmart self-checkout. <laughs> I was like, oh, too soon, but well done. <laughs> I, what's even fucked up is I think, what was it, a year and a half, two years ago now, I actually grew up and graduated high school with the one girl that died in that um, Uber uh, scandal thing. Oh, no shit, really? Yeah, no, I, she, I graduated high school with her. Oh. When that whole thing dropped, let me tell you something. I, I have never seen my community so crushed. Yes. By something like that. And that was like the only other time we ever saw that was when our superintendent got hit by a car by one of the students and died. Whoa. That's how that was like four years, four, four or five years prior to that. But that I had never seen my community so crushed in un, uh, if it wasn't those two instances. So that's it was a bummer, man. See, all I get is divided community where I'm at. <laughs> you get the Oreo community or the, uh, oh, the, black, yeah. the black and white cookie community. Yeah, Technically the, speaking, your area was kind of like more or less a turf war between like north, south, east and west like Trenton was, right? Well. Even internally, like, so I'll give you an example. My, uh, I want to say senior or junior year of high school, there were four kids that got into a car and sped headfirst into the one of the elementary schools. Oh, wonderful. As like a suicide pact thing. Delicious. And half the school was in mourning and like, oh, we feel bad that we lost these people. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, so they all died. Oh, yeah. Oh, how would you not oh, yeah. die? <laughs> they, they, they sped into a brick wall on purpose. You do realize that if, depending on what type of circumstance, maybe one of them could have survived if the, they were like the unlucky one. How <laughs> oh, the fuck? <laughs> He's got a point. Matt has I a, have point. a point. Right. He's You're got right. a great point. Hey, You're you can right. survive a shark attack if bitten on the right angle. Yeah, uh, but no, Science. none of them, Science, none of them survived, to my knowledge. But they, uh, I know like half the school was like mourning. The other half was like, that's super fucked up. Why would you drive into the fucking elementary school out of all the places you could fucking off yourself? Why is that the location? You could have taken a train. You're pieces of shit. <laughs> Literally anywhere else. You, you, you could have, you could have done like, really, why is it that you drove into a location where kids are going to show up the next day? Not even, like, grown kids that might understand the fucked up situation that you were going through. No, little tiny kids that don't understand jack shit about life and death. No, they got to now walk into a building where you just drove your dumb ass through because you couldn't cut it. I get it. But, like. 
That was the whole argument at school that day. So you're telling me you were on the latter side. I was going to ask the same question. Oh, I was on the pissed and livid side. I wouldn't blame you, and I would I would hope you would be. I didn't. If you weren't, I would come and slap you. I barely, I I halfway knew these kids. I didn't like them personally. Uh, I didn't want them to. I didn't want anything bad to ever happen to them. But for them to do that to me, like, like fuck you. Yeah, like, if you want to do it, do it. Fuck it, one life. But don't scar the next generation. We already have enough fucking issues. Yeah. It just reminds me of a meme of, like, um, like some guy is, I guess it's, the meme is, like, when you're in the car with your homie and then he starts driving 100-plus miles an hour and says, I really loved her, man. And you're still in the car, and you're giving him like that scared, oh my fucking god, you're gonna kill me look. Like that's what that's the vibes I'm getting at. I want you to understand if you ever, ever do that to me, I'm pulling the emergency brake in the middle of the car, and then I'm beating you to death. <laughs> I would do it. I would never do that. I, to you. I want you. I'm afraid you doing something I, to I, me. I'm putting it out there now. I'm putting it out there now, and I'm making sure that everybody. That, that everybody listening to this show or our show or any show ever understands that if you if somebody looks you in the eye and starts doing that, your first response is pull the emergency brake. Your next response is kick the shit out of the person who just tried to off you with them. No hesitation. No, Son of a bitch! You don't take somebody with you! <laughs> Thelma and Louise. At least pull Thelma and Louise and drive off a canyon. <laughs> That's an outdated joke for those listening. <laughs> That's a very outdated... For those of you born before 1992, you're going to love that joke. <laughs> Consent oh is God. key! Ask first! <laughs> All right, so if I if I had said Eric, I really loved her. You want to you want to you want to take a ride with me? And you know, I, no, no, that I'm not getting in the fucking car with you. <laughs> <laughs> if I get in the car with you after you say that, then you have every right to kill both of us. <laughs> good. If I'm a good friend, I stop you from getting in the car. If I if I like kind of don't care, then I, then I let you go off on your own. <laughs> nice. No, you love you love me, bro. <laughs> you would let me fuck off and die. No, no. I said I would talk you out. I would try to talk you out of it. But motherfucker, if I'm in the car with you already and you just go, I really loved her, bro. <laughs> Emergency brake? Pull out, like, a roll of quarters or something and just, or my keys, and just start beating you senseless. And then take me... You gotta pull off like a Mike Tyson and bite his ear off first. (laughs) Bite his kneecaps next, and then beat him senselessly with his own fucking ear. Just so oh, anybody knows, I would never do this in a million years. No. I have to now. 
untaint my own name. I got a life, man. What are you talking about? I won't I do that shit. So I won't do that shit. What are you fucking talking about? Man, last week, last week I learned that I can't take you into a zombie apocalypse. Now I learned I can't fucking drive with you. God fuck damn. Off. I don't be a good zombie apocalypse partner. Go oh, fuck yourself. I know I a great a bunch of people. Rival. I know a great bunch of people that I would immediately call. Uh, I, we made so many jokes when this COVID thing started. It's like, well, here we go. Left for dead. Let's go. Who's being, oh, yeah. co- who's coaching? Who's, who's Francis? Who's fucking coach? Who's shooting who? I gotta, I gotta worry about, uh, my, my true blue zombie apocalypse team accidentally shooting me. <laughs> And then, and then, and then shooting me on purpose, depending on the mood that they're in. Are you sure it would be on purpose? Yes. You sure yes. isn't one of those secret BDSM kinks? Of like, hey, no, I have a thing no. for shooting people. No, no, literally, I he he literally warned me, uh, before b- the last time that that we saw each other. He goes, if, if the zombie apocalypse ever happens. And you come to find me in the woods somewhere. Understand, if the first shot misses you, it's because I noticed it was you. <laughs> Keep walking closer. I might shoot you. <laughs> and this is the point I made when we were on that show where I said people are more of a threat than the zombies will be. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the, if The Walking Dead told me anything. It would be that the people that are able to control power in groups are the people that you got to watch out for. Hell, Game of Thrones taught us that. Game of Thrones taught us that, too. I haven't watched Game of Thrones, unfortunately. Oh, don't. It's, I mean, if you'll be disappointed. That's Uh, why I haven't seen it. (laughs) You'll be disappointed. I loved Game of Thrones. I did, too. I loved it it. so much. I wanted it to be so good. And then the last season, they bent it over the table and raped it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Fucking wow. And it, and it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like a gentle raping. It was like the, the, what the army does to like all of the privates that fuck up in the military. Wait, 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 I did not know this. <laughs> no, no. Listen, man. One of the biggest things that, that all soldiers understand when they are in the, when they are in the military, you are constantly Constantly on the lookout for the big green dick of the of the army coming to coming to put itself up your rectum. Is this the army or prison for fuck's sake? <laughs> the pricky five. Yeah, quite literally. <laughs> oh man, what's oh, your fa- What are your favorite stories that your guests have told that your guests have told you over the course of your show? Matt, I the, mean, go the pip, ahead. the pip, um, the pip story, and uh-huh, the, the pip stuff. <laughs> so our friend Pip, like I said before earlier in this episode, um, he ate cereal out of a girl's asshole, 
And then in the following weeks, as they continue to, I guess, quote unquote, fool around or date, whatever term you want to use, definitely fooling around. Mm-hmm. It wasn't weeks. It was literally like a week. Oh, it he, was a week. Okay. So he he managed to uh, mess around with this girl and eat cereal from her asshole. <laughs> How do you pull that off for starters? <laughs> you stretch uh, that bitch out and you pour some milk in. No, you stretch that bitch out. Well, you put a butt plug into that, and then you put a you put a thing in there, and then some to stretch it out a little bit. Put some uh, cocoa puffs as he cocoa crispies, cocoa crispies. Hey, there you go, crispies. And milk, (laughs) and go to town. I guess. Uh, but oh, oh, I forgot but, what happened after. But the the next the next time that he got that he met up with the girl. Before you say anything else, he also drained the milk out of her ass and made her drink it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Now you can continue. <laughs> uh. So the next time that he saw the girl, that he met up with the girl, uh, he he was walking in on the phone with some friends to this like house in the middle of nowhere, as she had been sending him like cosplay images of like her and her roommates, and she was in like this lady Demetrisk. Uh, outfit. If you know Evil what that Village. is. Resident Evil Village. Yes. Uh, so she had been showing him all these like stuff, and she had she apparently had two roommates that he was also going to sleep with that night. Uh, but he's walking in, and he sees some culty shit all over the place. Oh. And the power goes out. And as it does, his cell phone service also goes out. Oh. And he sees a fire outside in the backyard. And he thinks he hears chanting. He also saw a strange symbol. A strange symbol was also noticed. Yes. And then fucking booked it. But... That's not my favorite story from that. That's mine, but my favorite story was when he was when he was serving as a uh, uh, helper in a BDS in a paid BDSM sex dungeon, and he literally shoved a basketball up to, uh, up a woman's ass. Colby. oh my god how the fuck do you pull that off apparently very carefully because uh it could it can if you if done incorrectly it can cause a lot of damage no shit especially if that bitch pops oof oof that's a whole nother uh, realm of of tr- inter- in- internal trauma there. Oh, it's a lot of paperwork. Surgery. Too much paperwork. Too much paperwork. Way too much paperwork. 
Oh, you guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we'll <laughs> try our best. Uh, have you guys been um, enjoying what's been happening throughout the world today the last couple of years since uh, the zombie apocalypse? Well, we started the podcast because we were more or less bored and out of work and we wanted something to do. So we figured, fuck it, let's start let's start a podcast. Well, I, I brought the idea of bringing Eric's, you know, radio, college radio station show to a podcast platform, a, a podcast form because, well, let's put it this way. You can't really say a whole lot when it comes to radio because the FCC is going to get involved and shut that shit down. So I gave him a call and said, hey, let's bring 69 Whiskey to the podcasting world. And we pretty much, after a couple, after a whole summer of 2020, more or less planning things out and logistically getting everything set up, then we hit the ground running in October. And we started, you know, we've been really, really uh, consistent with putting out episodes every Friday uh, ever since. Um. I'm happy for the podcast. I'm happy with how successful it is. I feel fucking lied to. How? Well, before all this bullshit, there was a whole laundry list of people that said, we'll help you get a job. We'll make sure that you have a career. We'll take care of you. And at every single checkpoint, when the plan had to deviate, my ass was the one left in the cold. Yeah. Join the club. And, and you know what? It's real, real fucked up that certain institutions can take as much money as they do and then give you the shaft as hard as they do. <clears throat> and this is, this is not just me going after colleges. This is not just me going after uh, the government. This is not just me going after employees. This is me burning all of you fucks. Yep. Because some of you motherfuckers have had the most profitable fucking year of your entire existence. And yet somehow you've managed you, you've managed to make Less jobs. Yep. You've consolidated the wealth even more. Mm hmm When the rest of us are dying out here. Yep. Preach. You know what happened the last time that, like, we, we the last time something like this happened? It's what? called the French Revolution. Yep. Ask Louis how that went. Louis can't hear you. He's a little, uh, he's a little uh, disembodied right about he's now. He's a little dead right now. 
Yeah. He met this fantastic invention called the guillotine. Mmm. Wonderful. I wonder how much that would hurt to guillotine your dick. I don't want to know. I don't want to know either. I don't think it would. <laughs> As to quote a good friend of mine, he says, and I quote, you can get cancer all you want, but one thing's for sure, you must always protect your best friend. Yes. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> Listen, protect... Uh, there are few things that I am as attached to as my penis. <laughs> Been with me for a very long time. It served me through a lot of highs and lows. It made me make a lot of bad decisions in high school. Yeah, join the club. Join the club. A lot of bad decisions in in the army too. Oh God, do I have a fucking story for you guys? Oh, go ahead. Do tell. So, um, this is back in high school. Um, I will never forget this till the day I die. Who I thought, a friend of mine, a uh, very fine black gentleman, very nice guy too. Um, little did I know that he was trying to set me up with a bad, with a very, very toxic relationship. So, um, the woman, <laughs> fucking Matt. <laughs> He's like, I need some popcorn for this. Go on. <laughs> so, see, he's used to hearing this from me. Yeah, I was gonna say, so, I've heard quite a bit from you. Now I need to hear someone else's talk. So, place. the running joke that I play with a couple friends of mine is, I lost my virginity in a threesome. Um, <laughs> guess who was the third? The other guy. The other guy. Yes. So. Um, I'm trying to, I'm paraphrasing here because this is years and years ago. It's like almost 10 years ago, um, where we're going to his house. Like me and this girl are going to his house. Keep in mind here, this girl looks like she has hair from the eighties. It's bad. She's wearing a Bob Marley shirt at the time. And it was, it was bad. So he's upstairs. She starts make out with me. She starts blowing me. I'm like, okay, let's see how this goes. Um, she starts using teeth where it, it went from a popsicle oh, to, oh, no. no, it was bad. It was so bad. How old were you? Uh, sev 16. Oh, so she had no excuse in my opinion. She had cool. no excuse, yes. So, so I'm like, okay, is this how it's supposed to feel? So I'm like, all right. Oh, God. Oh, no. And so she keeps going and going, and then we go, and then we leave his house. Um, He's like, hey, guys, let's go. Let's, let's go out for a walk. I'm like, okay, fuck it. Let's, how bad could this get? Little did I know, um, to put this lightly, we took turns. <laughs> Oh, it was bad. It was so bad. Where the fuck did you do this? Uh, so, in the middle of the woods. <laughs> you so, lost your virginity in the middle of the fucking woods? In a threesome. And by the way, as as I'm done with her, I close my eyes and then I open up. I see this gigantic schlong right above my eyes. I'm like, oh, okay, there's that. <laughs> 
I I feel so bad for you. You shouldn't because it's a funny fucking joke. <laughs> oh no, the story is great. Don't get me it's wrong. Hilarious. It's like as someone that she... has their first time, their first time and that's what you got. See, my I first time my first time wasn't real exciting. Uh speak for yourself. <laughs> my follow-up oh. act, my follow-up act is what made me a legend in my school. <laughs> to tell. So, I became the the legend sex god guru Eric motherfucking Weinstein through one event. And only one event. And that one event was I went over to a friend's house, a, fr a friend of mine's house when we were in high school, when we used to drink and get stoned and do all of that stuff. And we went out to his shed and the high school kind of badass butch lesbian girl as was her title around the entire school came over with her girlfriend and we st and uh two of their other friends oh yep and we start drinking and smoking and the next thing i know where are my pants <laughs> yeah <laughs> where are my pants and why is the girlfriend of the of the butch lesbian on top of me without her pants <laughs> And why is the and why is the the badass butch lesbian wrapping her mouth around my friend's dick next to me? You're just like, what the fuck is going on? And then the lesbian got mad that her girlfriend was fucking me and next to her, lost her shit, stormed off, and the whole night was done. Oh. So you didn't even get the finish? No. Oh, oh fucking lame. Hold on, hold on. Great story, so the though. The next day, I get to school. She corners me, punches me, and says, I can't do anything else because I gave you permission. But we're not friends anymore. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And the next thing I know, I've got so many girls running up to me going, oh, my God, we heard how amazing you were and blah, 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 blah. And the next thing I know, I'm whoring myself out for uh, because I am a sex god, quote, unquote. Hold on a second. I have a question. So you mean to tell me, despite her punching you with in the face or whatever the fuck she did to, to hurt you as payback more or less. She still chirped and complimented you across the entire school to the point where everybody. No, 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 no. 
the girl who the girl who slept with me was was the one that that was like, yeah, he's he's good, he's this, he's that. Oh, the lesbian the, punched. The, the, the girlfriend punched me at uh, the next day after she had sobered up and and realized that she had given me permission to sleep with her girlfriend. Right on. In front of her. Right on. The first edition of cuckolding. But she was also blowing your friend next to yep, you. Yep, makes no yep. sense. It makes no goddamn <laughs> sense, and it and it was so so backwards and so so fucking awesome. stupid. And you the, the you want to know the fu- the the funny part? When I got back from the military, I was scrolling through Tinder, and I found her on Tinder. <laughs> and I matched with her. The girl, oh, the girl that you banged. No. The lesbian? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and she realized who I was after after she had matched with me. And she goes, "I'm sorry as much as much as I as we as I think we've both grown up. I don't think I can move past what happened in high school." <laughs> I don't want to talk to you ever again. Such a contradictory thing oh. to say, though, because he's like, we're grown up, How but hot I can't she, get though? past what happened. How hot was she, though? Was she, decently. like, a hot yeah, lesbian, she, or was she, she like... She was decently hot. She was decently hot. Like, a like f- one, to, one to ten, ten being the best. I'm gonna say, like, a seven. I'm not gonna say okay. she was a smoke show, because okay. I definitely... Fantastic. I definitely dated and slept with Hotter. Okay. So, I have made some terrible choices with women in my day over the 24 years of my existence on this oh, planet. Oh, please, share. <laughs> Join the club. Join the club, damn it. No, so, the story... So, an ex-girlfriend from, like, I mean, almost two years ago... Um, she wanted to have kids a month in. And I'm like, okay, no. Oh, you're much smarter than I was. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. I'm fucking just got my first apartment. I'm fucking chilling out, smoking, doing whatever, drinking, working, doing whatever I can. No, I don't need this. But she's like, but I love you. I'm like, we just start talking. Oh my god, I'm losing brain cells at this situation. It gets How? better. It gets better. So I find out from a friend of mine, like four-ish months, like maybe six or eight months ago, that she has since found another man, is engaged with this man, has, who has a kid. He has a kid already, and she has his second one. This is to my so, knowledge. So, so... Dodge the bullet. <laughs> you dodged the fucking... <laughs> you dodged an artillery shot. <laughs> 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 Eric, what do you have a story to tell? <laughs> so I might have done the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
fucking phenomenal. So I might have got her pregnant, <laughs> married her, got a divorce, and then within a year, well, within a month after us getting divorced, she was pregnant with another guy's kid. Oh! Uh... Then within a year after that, she was married to another guy and pregnant with his kid. Whoa. Yep. Fascinating. And, and now she's finally in another relationship, so I give her at least another four months before she's knocked up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... If any... history has anything to show me, <laughs> if the if the if the magic sphere tells me anything, it tells me this. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then ex-wife number two, uh, cheated on me multiple times, Oof. got pregnant from multiple different guys. Uh, the most recent one, uh, the, the last one that she, that she had, that she got knocked up by, she tried to say that the kid was mine and DNA determined that was a lie. Uh, <laughs> but since then she's had two more kids. Oof. So she's now at five children. Christ. And she's lost custody of all of them. Woo! <laughs> Karma's a bitch. <laughs> so, from from a guy who has seen literally most or a good portion of this stuff kind of happen or know of it through stories, I try and do it. I, I uh, slander the ex-wives any chance I get. However, despite that, I still hope for the trilogy because you have to keep in mind, you have the first edition. Then you have the sequel. Now we need to complete the trilogy, my friend. No, 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 no. no. Will... Listen, I learned something in my first two marriages. So every time that I put on a wedding ring, my finger starts to bubble up and have a like allergic reaction. So I've I've come to terms with the fact that I'm allergic to commitment. <laughs> <laughs> That needs to be a tattoo. <laughs> just it just has to be on your chest. So when the, so when your next hookup rips off your shirt, she sees the tattoo. Allergic to commitment. <laughs> it's almost as bad as no regrets. No regrets. 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 That fucking Snickers commercial. Oh, oh, it's a Milky Way commercial. It's even worse. This is why I'm non-monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, the running yeah. joke that I have with my friends is no matter who I date, she always ends up having kids with her next guy, which is true. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck is that possible? I'm like, I'm like saying as many prayers as I can, like praying to God. I'm like, please don't let this be my kid. <laughs> See, I guess I'm lucky in the sense where the only time, well, unfortunately, the only time I've gotten laid, it was not only like probably the 
a better experience than both of yours combined. But um, I oh, actually, do tell. <laughs> I don't. Well, I towards the end when I was about to finish, I was very, very close to nutting inside of her. Thank God she was on the pill, but I wasn't taking any chances. But like when I Why realized, were you not using a condom? I didn't have fuck? any. Why <laughs> were you not using a condom? I wanted my first time to be raw. Okay. I, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, nope, you know what? I was okay, so I'm fine. You know what? You know what? I was just so. So I was recently listening to a book. Uh, it's it, it, it's a it's based on like D and D, but th- th- this little freaking like prissy bitch boy uh, sleeps with this one pretty girl in the village, and he's shocked to find out that w- that, that even though they didn't use protection, he got her pregnant. <laughs> As she's about to marry the lord of the of the area. <laughs> oh God! But you know what though? It was just it was. I got so lucky because I, I don't think I did. That's the thing. I don't think I did. But the sheer thought of it like just had me worried now. the entire. Have you night. heard of pre cum? You dumb shit. Yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> Call her. Call her, Billy. Hey. No, but you know what? Here's the thing, though. If she was pregnant, I would have found out by now because that was like that was New Year's 2019. Oh, yeah, there you go. So, you, you you're well out of the woods. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're no, fine. I, I'm well out of the woods. And we broke we broke up in like April or May or whatever. So we would have found something out by then. Yeah. I'm out of the weeds, thank Christ. Oh, good, thank you. Fuck. So so here's what you need to do like tomorrow. Uh. Go out to Walgreens or CVS. There's lots of them in your area. I know. I used to live there. Uh, you can buy condoms there and make Guess what? sure that Guess you're what? protected. Guess what? I already have some, you fucking dipshit. Oh, good, good. So you have no excuse the next time you might actually get laid, even though you're going to be well, here's essentially... The kicker. Here's the kicker. I, I haven't had the chance to use them anyway. Hey! Because I haven't gotten late since like January of 2020. Because no. you keep reminding everybody that you that you're on the world's worst dry spell, and the only thing you're That's going to get by telling people that is a pity sex. No, 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 not necessarily. Drunk okay, no time, somebody will pity you enough. Uh, they better be hot, be so. Join <laughs> the club fun for me. Join the club. Beggars can't be choosers. This is true, my friend. This is true. I think this is true. We, we talked about this on a previous episode. The problem is I'm picky and I can't really establish what my type is. You, you're you not picky. You don't. I am very picky. <laughs> and I do you have a, the problem is here's the thing. When I'm on dating sites and shit, if I can tell within like scrolling through a couple of photos, if I would date or sleep with somebody and by looking at it that way, I'll realize like that's the type I want. And that's ridiculous. That sounds to you. I know you're giving me looks. I, I know. I want, I want to drive over to you and shove my foot up your ass. <laughs> but the problem is, I don't have enough money to afford the gas. So you're safe for now. However, that is the shallowest fucking thing I've ever heard in my goddamn life. Are you sure? Because I could beat that. I mean, oh please do. So I have a pic. So me and my ex girlfriend, uh, we raised a corgi puppy together, Aww. and we broke up, and like years and years ago, 
and on and I she took the dog and but that's not the funny part the funny part is I took a picture of myself with the puppy in my arms uh, you guys can't see on in the podcast but here's the picture okay that is the first picture on my tinder profile because I'm a jackass Oh yeah! Scat free, baby. Scat free. <laughs> but it's not just on Tinder, my friend. It is also on Hinge and Bumble. That's false advertising. <laughs> so whatever. And it's worked because I mean, I've it's gotten good matched. false advertising, but it's false advertising. You have you have the, the unhinged. You have the uh, the caption that says, "Are you a dog person?" Because absolutely, I do. Oh my god, you shallow fuck! Absolutely, <laughs> I do. So, fucking like this guy. <laughs> so whatever, so whatever people. So I've had people match with me and say, "Oh, she, you're such a cute puppy." I say, "Thanks." She she was adorable. <laughs> oh mother! So so when they so when you if you date anyone and they ask about the dog, what do you tell them? Uh, I say, uh, my emotionally abusive ex took her for me. <laughs> Blame it on the ex. Smart man. Smart man. Yeah, I come prepared. Always have ammo. Always have ammunition, no matter what. Oh my god. And always have multiple different pictures of your of different types of haircuts. I found that out the easy way. I have long hair, short hair, groomed hair, two pictures of, of my tattoos, a picture of me welding, and and one picture in particular is my personal favorite, which has worked too many times. Of me exposing a, a very particular amount of chest hair <laughs> with a gold chain. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> I'll show you. Looking like, the white, looking like the white Rick Ross out here. I'm not making it up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. I hate it at the same time. <laughs> but wait. And then there's... <laughs> Yeah, here's me with the puppy. <laughs> oh my god. Eric wants to punch me in the face. Oh, thank god you're gonna see here's the thing. You're two hours from him now, so now you can drive over when you have the gas money. And then you can kick his ass. <laughs> see, I used to So I almost got into a lot of trouble. Because of one of my uh, profile pictures. Okay. Because one of the rules in the military is you're not allowed to, like, wear pieces of things that are considered military uniform in civilian attire. Yes. Now, in the military, in cavalry units, you can earn something called a Stetson. Okay. basically just a cowboy hat. So yes. I used to frequent a bar called the Big Whiskey Saloon. <laughs> and there is a lovely photo of me on that on their social media 
and on my, on most of my dating applications of me in the big whiskey saloon with my Stetson on and a button-down shirt looking li- looking like some sort of cowboy porn star. So if I were to look this up on Instagram, or do they have an Instagram? It's uh, I think it's uh, it might be on their Instagram. I know it's on my Facebook. Okay, so let me look it up on Facebook. The Big Whiskey Saloon. Yeah, well, that one's probably going to be well, well back there. I can actually, let me see if I can find it real quick. All right. Because this a one's nice little saloon. not hard to find. It's a nice little, For me, at least. It's hard, it's easier for you to find. Oh, man. You're frozen, by the way, but I, oh, man. Where is it? There it is. Send it to Matt. And- Copy image. I'm just going to send it in Skype. Yeah, do that. Chat. Paste. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> you look like such a tool. <laughs> I took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> There's that one. <laughs> For those of you watching, oh man, permission to post that later. Absolutely. <laughs> There's this one. <laughs> That's fucking phenomenal. I'm not gonna lie though, the chicks. In, I mean, uh, minus the big, minus the big chick to your, uh, to your. Uh, you're right. I mean, the time out. To your time left out. Is the, I, I told, did you did you get her at the end of the day? Uh, no. I can uh, speak from uh. experience, though. Um, I can't hug a twig. I can't cuddle a twig. I can't. See, I can. I'm I'm of the opinion that like I don't want to. I agree with that, but I also don't want like. <laughs> <laughs> Why Perfect do you look guy. like you're on crack in that photo? You look like you're from Florida. We're like on fucking bath salts. He looks like he's taking a shit also, like a meat yeah, piss. They got me in a. They got me in a real bad position because I was. Tr- she was not a light girl, and I was trying to dip her. Oh, that's funny as hell. Oh, that made me laugh so much. However, the girl that that you were talking about, the twig in the other photo, I actually became really, really good friends with her. Uh, She messed around. She was uh, messing around with uh, one of my other friends that I used to go to that uh, bar with quite frequently. But good times. Good fucking times. Oh my god! I have a type. Speaking of speaking of Matt, you mentioned types before. Um, What's up? I have a I have a very two good rules um, when it comes to women. Um, she finishes before I do. That's rule good number man. one. I, good man. Okay. I've learned I've learned the hard way. Haven't we all? <laughs> Especially Eric, probably. Yep. See, I was right. 
Um, and you can grow it. You can grow an ass, but you can't grow titties. Meaning? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Eric got yeah, it. I, you I can. can agree with that. Yeah, because that that was one of the arguments that I made to to Matt because like his whole. Well, let we've me had, explain it. Yeah, we've had this conversation it. of you being the you being the head advocate of the big titty committee, but yeah. that's yeah. that's all well <laughs> and good. That's on nice, my show. But as as uh, as Daniel just said, you can you can work on an ass. You can you can finally sculpt an ass. Mm-hmm. I'm in the gym every day. Of course, I know this. You, you can't finally sculpt a set of tits. No, you, you can can't. only. You can only, in my opinion, with working out, for the most part, you're detracting from tits. Now, I've learned this, however. Um, I found the comfort zone um, of my particular set of women. And I have found out that if you're a woman who's shaped like a glass Coca-Cola bottle, there you go. See? Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. I, I fuck with that. I All fuck right. with that concept. You gotta have a set of hips, and the hips have gotta go up a little more t- to form a nice, good rack, you know? And I found this out. The redheads are the way to go. Really? I found this out. Particularly the Irish. Not the Scottish. Don't go Scottish. I, I agree with you. So my my big weakness, my, my big... Like, truly honest to God weakness, because I, I've realized this in myself. Short girls. Yes! <laughs> girls yes! under five foot are a problem for me. <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't blame like, you. I, like, I, I know I've made it a point that I that eventually I want to sleep with like a legitimate midget. You've made this painfully clear on many occasions. But I the fact of the matter is my very first my very first wife the, like the woman I was like I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you you are ride or die we are everything was like 411 How tall are you? I'm uh I'm 5'9, which is a which is a uh really really fun joke for me. <laughs> because it's exactly 69 inches. Yeah. <laughs> well, I joke I joke and I say I'm the perfect height. So okay. so let me ask you this. Here's the thing I notice on a lot of dating sites is that a lot of women are very shallow in their own sense about height. Oh, it's the worst. Everybody's got to be six feet. But when you tell them that... Can I steal that, Eric? I don't date guys that are under six foot. Eric, can I steal that? my ass, lady. Can I steal that, by the way? Go ahead. Please be... Please be five foot nine. (laughs) So you're sixty-nine inches... It's five nine, five nine. It's a perfect height. <laughs> Please tell me. I need to know how many hits that gets you now. I just got. 
Kelsey See, you, know what, says, you know what the worst part is? You know what the worst part is, Dan? <laughs> what? I'm 5'8", so I just asked the guy. Oh, I'm 5'10", I don't blame you. God oh, damn it, my Eric. God. <laughs> so it says, give me some material... <laughs> give me some material, I'll roast you right out of the gate. Uh, oh, I found this out. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm pretty good at roasting women. I found this out. You're good at the flirt to roast ratio. I'm good at the flirt to roast ratio. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. I'd I'd bang you, but I'd probably throw you out the side of the road next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's on par with some of the things that I've said. Uh, <laughs> well. So when I was getting in, when I was starting my bar scene, like, stuff, I had the personality of a cactus. Uh, I still have problems with uh, being gentler on certain things that I've said. But as a wingman in a bar, I'm fantastic with the asshole card. Yes! But boy, oh boy, do I get into special, did I get into special form when at the age of 21, somebody called me a baby? <laughs> what did you fucking say? <laughs> I told her she was too short and too, and looked too much like a troll doll for me to have sex with. <laughs> No, this was somebody that my friend was trying to go home with. <laughs> I went into the I went in on this girl so so hard that she ended up leaving the bar crying and I feel in retrospect I feel kind of bad cuz I know I overreacted. But fuck. How drunk were you? I wasn't. Liar. No. No. So Funny story about my my beginnings in like the bar scene is that when I would go to the bar, I wouldn't do a whole lot of drinking because most of the time I would be the DD going home. Yes. Uh, when I wasn't the DD, I would drink enough to get like kind of tipsy, but I'd still maintain like my senses so that I wouldn't make any stupid decisions like banging a girl without a condom ever, ever again. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, but. Oh, man. I, I would say some really, really awful things. And there's one occasion that I can think of that really turned turned around on me in an interesting way. Okay. So I had recently gotten back from Afghanistan, and my buddy was going to throw a house party at his new place that he was living in. And he goes to me before before like he comes over to pick me up because at the time I didn't have a car. So he he's like, hey, listen, I've been talking to this girl. She's got a boyfriend, but I'm going to try to sleep with her anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I'll 
trying to be a good wingman? What do you want? How do you want me to play this? Uh, well, pull the asshole card. You're really, really fantastic at that. You've got like a 90% success rate for me. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll pull the asshole card. And he brings her over to my <laughs> barracks room. Okay. And I'm I'm getting ready and I'm just basically I'm just like, oh, you're too short, you're this, you're that. I I throw you around and do all sorts of awful things to you and I'd break you in half. <laughs> you should probably stay away from me. Uh I'm bad news. Uh He's he's a better a much better choice for you. <laughs> and she and she's just like, "Ah, oh, you I mean, you're both pretty cool." And I'm like, "All right, that's that's awesome." Uh You know what? Here's the thing because I'm so because I I'm so confident about my my ability to perform in bed. Hey, man, First one to to get this girl in bed and break her <laughs> wins. <laughs> just be just because I'm like I need to throw something out there that's gonna make me seem like such a raging piece of shit. That this girl won't be interested in me at all, and she'll sleep with him instead of me. Oh my and, god! And before he can respond, she goes. Yeah, I'm cool with that. What? And I and I'm sitting there flabbergasted. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, what? <laughs> so he's like, oh, if she's cool with it. I'm cool with it. And I'm like, how are we ending up in this situation? How are we ending up in this situation? All right, cool. I guess we're we're both gonna sleep with her today. How? Woof. <laughs> so he he starts driving us over to uh to back to his place, and the girl that I'm currently sleeping with, who's also our moonshine supplier for the evening. Oh, the best. Yep. Texts me and tells me she's on her way. And I'm like, if I get caught banging this short little blonde chick, this girl's going to get pissed. So I turn to my friend and I go, hey, this is the situation. And she's like, oh, then we should probably get back to his house so I can fuck you first. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh my god, this is the greatest situation ever. I'm getting laid, I'm getting hammered tonight, and I'm probably getting laid again from the moonshine chick. This is going to be a great evening. No, it wasn't. So we get to his place, I break this girl in half. <laughs> I, I do it on his bed, too. Yeah! Uh, That's a Chad move right there. So I, oh, I, I break her in half, and then the the party gets started. We all get fucking hammered drunk. They end up sleeping together. Actually, no, 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 no. Sorry. 
her boyfriend shows up to the party. Uh huh. And I'm I'm blackout at this point because we played we played uh, mo- uh beer pong with moonshine. Oh God. Yep. <laughs> that ended badly for me. And then I uh, and then I did a keg stand after that, and the, that was kind of the end of my night. <laughs> so I wake up. So I wake up the next morning, hungover to shit, and I see the boyfriend also on the couch, and I see the girl who provided us the moonshine on the couch with me. I'm like, ah, cool. I I ended up in a position that I'm not. <laughs> too too unhappy about. <laughs> but he gets up and he's like, hey, where's my girlfriend? Oh, and he go the the moonshine girls goes, Oh, I think I saw her go into this guy's room. Which is just so happens to be my friend. And I'm just like, oh no. So he walks into the room. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You're naked. In another man's bed. And he's naked. The fuck? (laughs) I fucking love this story. Oh, man. And he comes, like, running out. And he's, like, all sorts of flabbergasted, apologizing to me. For waking, apologizing me and the other people that are on the couch. Like, sorry, sorry for waking you guys up. This is just a really fucked up situation. Not knowing that you absolutely piped the shit out of her the night before. (laughs) And the the moonshine girl, after after he leaves, just turns to me and and she goes, You are so fucking lucky that I didn't turn around and say that you fucked her too. Yeah! And I go, how the fuck did you find out? I read your text messages. <laughs> um, I think we're going to end the show on that. That was fucking phenomenal. Oh, my God. Oh, man. My so let me guess. Let me guess. You, you didn't bang her at the end of the day either. No, no, I didn't sleep with her at the end of the day. However, uh, my buddy didn't get to bang the cute little blonde girl because it was too painful for her after she got done with me. <laughs> now we can end it. There we go. <laughs> Matt, Eric, thank you so much, you guys, for doing this. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. This is a great way to start the week. Oh, my God. I needed this, too, after this shitty week from this past week. Oh, man. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into this episode of BS Sessions Volume 26. Matt and Eric, hosts of the 69 Whiskey Podcast. You can check them out on Apple and Spotify Podcasts. I am Daniel Smooth signing off. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you for tuning into BS Sessions Volume 26, and see you guys around. Mm-hmm.